hey, why is your mama crying? Hmm, I don't know. Uh Uh-oh. Welcome to today's process. The understory is as real as your mama's tears. Stand up, push forward. Let's light the lantern. Welcome to the Understory Lawyer Podcast, where creators build the classic American business with the following public principles. One, build a platform. Two, your family is the strategy. Three, self-reliance. Four, the golden rule. And five, commerce that revolves around actually making something. Follow me as I use these principles to transform my family from living in the suburbs to creating a self-sustaining homestead in the understory. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, creator? Be you in the understory against your will or be you in the understory of your choice? Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. So I'm pretty fired up today to talk to you. Got a little bit of a late start, but that's okay. The, uh, The momentum now is all trending in the right direction. So when we make mistakes, their feedback, when we properly execute what we're trying to do, then it's just part of the plan. And the plan remains the same to build the classic American business up on the hill, go into the understory, defeat the monsters and the bandits, the monsters being the external, excuse me, the bandits being the external, the monsters being the internal obstructions, conflict, whatever you want to call it. And basically have a creative clearing where we can stand in a place of confidence and clarity while we do that. And I'm really fired up. I changed my, um, the, so the, the, the email list, if you want to sign up for my daily email list, it's at the understory or it's at, sorry, understory.news, not the understory, uh, understory.news. And, uh, I totally revamped it. So I, I destroyed and annihilated the past version and I'm really pumped up, um, with the new, the new sign in, in email opt-in page. So the only thing I broke every single rule humanly possible. I'm actively trying to dissuade you. Don't, you know, we're not a good fit. Um, nothing on there is what you're supposed to do. There's no persuasive copy on there. It's just, uh, we're, we're doing it how I want to do it. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm defiling the norms as uh, Ben Suttle likes to say. So, so go check it out understory.news. If you want to sign up for my daily emails, you're probably not going to like it. You're probably also not a good fit. So just so you know, but if you are, sign up because the daily emails are starting to go or they have been going out and they're going to continue to go out. All right. So let's talk about today. What is, it, what is the understory that I talk about? Well, when the podcast began, it was it was really concentrated more on a metaphysical, metaphorical place where. Sorry, metaphorical, not metaphysical, metaphorical, which is, the, you know, the classical mythological idea of the underworld, where when things go south, you go in the tank. Basically, that's the modern version of just saying is, is you go in the tank, you're in the weeds, right? Whatever. And because that's when people for 20 years, when they came to me, they were in the tank, they were in the weeds, they were in the metaphor, metaphysical, metaphorical. I can't say the difference between metaphysical and metaphorical. They're very, very different words <laughs> with very different meanings, but they both apply to the understory. Um, that's why I say them, both of them. So for 20 years, people would come to me and they would be in the they would be in both the metaphysical and the metaphorical and they would just be in the understory. They'd be in the underworld. They would, their whole life has fallen apart because they never saw themselves getting arrested. And every single moment was a crisis. And every time they called me, it was the worst day of their life. And that was, that was the the collection that I dealt with of clients for 20 years. And so I got, I, I got good at it, but I also was able to observe a lot of different things about that. Right. Most importantly is that they were, they were situationally possessed, which meant that although they were normal, nice people, 
when you were talking to them, let's say a year before this happened, they were, you know, they were not those people anymore because they could not function the way that they had functioned previously because of the situation that they were in, because they had never seen themselves getting arrested. They got arrested and they just could not process information the same. They did not, you know, they could not be as productive in the same way as the same. They just were in the tank. They just could not function. And I would have these conversations with them and I, it was the same conversation. I was like, you need to listen to me. This is how it's going to shake out. I need you to calm down because when you're not calm, you make bad decisions. And so they'd be like, okay, okay. And then, you know, I'd talk them out of the tree for like an hour and they'd be like, they'd come out of the tree like a scared cat. And then they'd start walking around again, like a normal cat. I'm like, all right, cool. I got it. And then, you know, three hours later, they'd call me freaking out again. And that's just, that's just the nature of the business. They were situationally possessed. And even when, even when you were able to get them totally out of it or totally in a situation that was very manageable where they should have been extremely happy, they just weren't because they never wanted to be in that situation in the first place. And most of them blame me for some reason. Not, not taking responsibility for it themselves. A very small percentage took responsibility for it for themselves and said, yeah, I did all this. I shouldn't have been in the scenario unless they were actually really innocent, uh, which, which is a, uh, it happens. Um, but you know, so what does that mean for you creator and the understory? Well, you're right now in an understory, most likely not of your choosing. What that means is, is that you're operating in a place that you don't have as much control as you would like. I mean, let's be honest. The max amount of control is I have $10 million in the bank. I don't have to work. I can do whatever I want. I have hedges against inflation like property. And I just can, I can, I can engage in any creative or life pursuit that I want without consequence. You know, the idea of financial independence, not very many people are in that situation. Even the top 1% aren't some of the top 1% aren't in that situation um, in terms of having to actually work, like they've created for themselves situations that must be monitored and, you know, the spinning plates. Now, if you were to talk about the top 1% of the world, that's a lot of people, because if you make over $30,000, you are in the top 1% of income earners in the world. So a lot of people aren't in that situation if you go worldwide and this is a worldwide podcast. So it's not a bad metric to look at, to think about, to ponder, to ruminate over, to drink a cup of coffee and say, Hmm, what do I think about that? So why do I say all this? Well, the whole goal of building the classic American business is that you can accomplish what you want. If it's the idea of financial independence where you just have FU money, that's great. That's not really, that's not really what I want. Yeah, I'd love to have that much money, but I want to build an understory. I want to build a homestead in the actual understory and I want to be self-sufficient. And that's, that's important to me. And I want to have enough money where I don't have to worry about working. If the you know, if the shit hits the fan, which it's going to, because the merry go rounds about to stop. But, but beyond the, the, that I, I do want to be able to engage in max creative pursuits, like writing my book or books, or if I get a hankering that I want to learn calligraphy, I can just sit and learn calligraphy. Like I am, I have a lot of varied interests and the challenge for me is not engaging in th different things for that are interesting to me. The challenge is to narrow my focus um, and create the understory of my choice. And that's what I've done with the understory lawyer podcast. That is the, it is the entry point to the understory to build the classic American business from a place of certainty, from a place of clarity and confidence, which is the creative clearing. 
that you learn through the process to be able to operate from in the understory where you build the classic American business on the hill, which gives you what you want. It's not complicated. It's just a way to think about it. But I want you to ponder that right now is that just like my old clients were situationally possessed because they'd never seen themselves arrested. Your life right now is in conflict with the life you thought you were going to have. See, the one thing about the American dream that's great about it is that is it instills in Americans the idea that you can accomplish anything that you want. But that's all it does. It doesn't actually teach you the skills to do that. It doesn't actually teach you that your own monsters are most likely going to destroy that dream for you before you even get remotely close to it. It doesn't teach you that there are indeed bandits out there that try to foreclose the entry points to the American dream because they want it for themselves. Some of them are institutional. Some of them are actually competitors. Some of them are people in your own family that they don't want anyone to be successful because they aren't. And so if you're older than 22, 23, 24, if you're older than 23, 23, 24, 25, you're starting to have conflict with the reality that you have and the reality of what you thought it would be. And that means you're situationally possessed because that conflict makes you less productive. That conflict makes you doubt yourself. That conflict makes you doubt the American dream. Now, the American dream is real, my friend. You can build the classic American business up in the hell to get whatever you want. But the price that needs to be paid for that is much higher than you think it is. And very few are willing to pay it. And very few are willing to discover it for themselves because it must be discovered. Nobody gives it to you. One moment. All right, I'm back. That was a divine interruption. And if you've read my book, Creative Clearing, the Husband Entrepreneur's Guide to Escape the 9 to 5, you know what that means. Um, But I'm a little more pumped up because it's about four hours later and uh, we were watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and I'm more, we're, we're a little more positive than we were. Uh, we weren't feeling negative this morning, but we had kind of a kind of a dark message. So now we're a little more positive and we, we roll into this. And here's what it is, is that if you're not where you want to be, then you're in an understory, not of your choosing. Let me say that again. If you're not where you want to be right now, you're an understory, not of your choosing. Uh, now, it is as a result of your actions, you are responsible for it, but your higher self or your authentic self or your true self or whatever has not chosen that place for you. I, I did an interview with the secure dad and I've talked about it a couple of times because it really impacted me. And the first thing he works on is people's mindset that, that you're worth protecting. Well, you're worth having what you want. It's why not you? Why not you, creator? Why does everybody else get to have what they want, but you don't? It's not because... They don't live in a different universe than you do. They just live in a different understory, an understory of their choosing. And they've learned how to do that. They've learned to build their vision and their version of the classic American business up on the hill. So the only thing that is separating you from that is a series of decisions and a series of actions and a clear vision, a ranger mission and where you want to go. And it sounds simple. It's not easy. And it takes a lot of work. And it may take you a number of years to get there. It may take you a number of months. I don't know where you're starting, but I can't offer you some magical course or coach or crypto or codex to fix your issues. I can just offer you a process. And that process, if followed faithfully, will help you build the classic American business. 
So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is just simply write down, am I willing to choose the understory I want to live in? Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. And just remember, there is no end if you stay on the path of understanding. All right, creators, I know you want to escape the current understory that you are trapped in. I get it. I've been there. But in order to do that, you are going to have to have a creative clearing, a place to stand in confidence and clarity. I'm not going to promise you some magical course, coach, codex, or crypto, but I cannot help you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. You can do that by subscribing to my daily email list at understory.news. Raise your hand and say, let's get out of here together. The podcast contains the philosophy and the five public principles, but the daily emails have the insights, innovations, and two more principles of building the classic American business that I only discuss with my subscribers. Raise your hand and let's light the lantern together. The path of understanding never ends. But that does not mean you cannot get to where you want to go. Subscribe to my daily email list at understory.news. Go light the lantern.